No, I get it. And in the morning I, here. I'm back this here. You <laughs> no, you have good questions. Let's start with a pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state, under God, one and indivisible. All right, let's get our special meeting rolling, if I can find. How come you got one and I don't have one? Uh, the agenda in everybody's place, yeah, there you go. Just had mine. All right, so public comments and announcements. Does anybody have anything? All right, well, let's move right on to 4.1. Uh, presentation by Daniel Bryant regarding the fish aggregating devices, aka FADS FADS. They're going to turn on the projector for you. Hey Blake, I'd like to start out with uh, I'd like to start out saying thank you all for giving our community your time. Um, I can only imagine what y'all could be doing versus sitting up here, but we appreciate it. Um, do y'all, I don't really know what I'm doing over here. Do y'all see what I'm projecting? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I guess I'm, I'm here to talk about fads. What is a fad? Fad is basically anything in the water that's going to attract fish. Fish, attracting devices, the easiest way to remember what this is. Um, anytime you're going fishing, your, your captain looking for a pallet, looking for a log, looking for any debris in the water, it's, it's a fad, that's mobile, it's a, it's, a, it's a floating fad. What's being proposed to the city is a network of fads that's gonna be deployed from Galveston all the way down to South Padre Island. My big concern is we don't miss the opportunity. Um, Anybody that knows me, I, I want to go for the big picture. Um, so what I'm proposing is four fads in our local area. The first picture here, let me straighten it up a little bit. This is what a fad, this fad is going to look like. It's not a, quite everything here, but most of it's here. We'll start with the, with the, um, the actual buoy, which is the yellow and the blue. That's 14 foot tall, six foot wide. Five foot will be beneath the, um, the water, and then basically seven, nine feet above. It'll have GPS tracking. It'll have a beacon on it for a light. Um, and then that's where I want to put South Padre Island on it. I want these fishing boats to come all the way down here, recognize our area, see that South Padre Island's involved, come on in, tie up in a new marina, get our nice clean fuel, eat our groceries, stay in our condos, go home, fish in the fads. That, um, these fads will um, <coughs> be placed in strategic areas so that you may make a fishing trip out of it. The, 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 the big boats, 
have all learned to run to the oil, oil platforms. Oil platform, the closest one here is 124 miles, one way, 20 knots, six hours, burning 60 gallons an hour to 150 gallons an hour. It's expensive. So what the attempt is to bring the pelagic migratory fish from that area inshore, 45 miles from us, 50 miles from us, but yet deep enough to stays out of the way of the trawlers. Um, placed in, in, in areas such as the canyon. Um, the canyon is um, straight offshore of here, 42 miles. It's a big fishing spot since I was a kid. Has canyons going from the continental shelf down to 500 fathoms of water. Uh, many fish have been caught off of it. Having, having some of these uh, fads placed in that area will enhance the fishing. It'll give the smaller boat a chance to fish a structure that doesn't have an opportunity to go 124 miles. Um, it will help the local community because everybody's got a smaller boat. Not many people's got a giant boat. Um, the charter boats, the, the, the fishing tournaments such as Tift, the Wahoo Classic. The Wahoo Classic will benefit off of this like there's no tomorrow. Even the Kingfish Tournament will benefit off of these fads. So let's go back to what the fad actually is. It's, it's, a, it's a buoy, 14-foot tall buoy, standing seven to, four, uh, 14, seven to nine foot above the water. Then it's going to have a 45 to 50-foot chain below that. And in that chain, we're going to have ribbons, flags flying <coughs> in the current up to 10 foot, up, up to 10 foot. And this will tie into a 36-inch um, uh, buoy below it. And then from there, it goes down to 8,000 pounds of weight that will be sitting on the bottom. The cost of the buoy is going to be more than the money that we're asking for. What we're asking for is a $50,000 sponsorship of the buoys. The, um, the monitoring of the buoys will be done. Um, that's an additional expense, and that's that's... We're not asking for that. Um, the maintenance of the buoys will be additional, and that we're not asking for that. Um, we're looking for the attraction of being a part of the FAD series, as if, if you will, from the flower gardens off of Galveston. We'll have four initial buoys. Then you get down to Corpus, the hilltops, the breaks. Though that area will have four. And then we, we are trying to put our four straight off of South Padre Island. Um, if you go to the next page, um, you'll, see the, you'll see here what the, what the fads will enhance is the recreational fishermen opportunities across Texas. Well, I'm not worried about Texas. I'm worried about mine. Um, our area here... We're fishing the desert. We're going out there and we're, we're looking for anything that's out there <coughs> to fish around. I, I'm sure most of you have all heard the, the tale of the dolphin. Catch one dolphin, leave it in the water, and catch, you, you catch more dolphin by leaving that one in the... And you, you catch them all because you saw a board floating or a log floating or a pallet or something. Well, that's what this is. Um, this is a, a device that will hold pelagic fish basically because they feel it's secure there. They, they feel safe there. And of course, then the feeding 
uh, starts. The, um, the benefits to our area is if you're going to take the time to take the weekend to go fishing, let's catch fish. Um, if you're gonna go out there and just burn fuel, it's too expensive. <coughs> um, we, we're all plagued with a $4 a gallon prices of, of boat fuel. Um, depends on how much you're gonna burn. Well, this, this is ideal, it gives you a place to go. It gives you a presence of a structure that will be inshore, but yet offshore enough to hold the pelagic fish. I mean, we're talking tuna, dolphin, wahoo, billfish of all sorts. Um, this is what they want. Um, going to the next page, you will see basically a map from Hilton, Tom Hilton. Um, the continental shelf is where it goes from the blues to kind of the turquoise. You can kind of see the edge there, and that's where they're going to be placed. Anything up in the lighter green, that's kind of what I call trawling waters. It's shallow enough that shrimp boats trawl in. Um, we don't want to be there. They'll catch them. Um, regardless if we mark them, they'll catch them. So we want to be past where they control, where they control, excuse me. We want to be in deep enough water that we don't have to deal with that. But yet, we don't, if you look way down towards the bottom right corner, or uh, even where my finger is, that, that, that's a rig. That's how far we're usually going. Where my other finger is, that's another rig. Um, the, the, these, this Hoover, we, we fish there regularly. This is South Padre Island. It's a long ways. So you can see the, the benefit and the fuel, the, the cost. And if you're gonna take the time to go fishing, you're gonna get the kitchen pass, you're gonna get the kids secured, you're gonna go. Catch fish, make it easy. Um, the last page here is an article that was written. Um, it's, it's in a magazine called In the Bite. Um, Kevin Dearman wrote it, he's a, he's a captain. He's, a, he's, a, he's commonly, um, he's, he's, it's, it's, this is what he does. He writes articles about fishing trips. And it's, it's good reading. Um, Destin, Florida has the big marina. They have the big money, they have the big boats. Destin, Florida had no fish. They, they would run <coughs> 200 miles one way to catch fish. They had everything they needed but the fish. They put out fads and now they got the fish. Uh, it's not the answer to all answers, but it's, it's a great start. And it talks about the tournaments that have been won by fishing the fads rather than running 200 miles. Um, as you can see, I'm not real good at speaking. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm here for questions. If, you, if I didn't give you a good enough description of the fad, what a fad is, um, basically we're asking that the city get behind this program. Um, EDC helping us with a, with we're sponsoring a buoy. We're looking for one price of 50000 All the rest of it, leave it to us. We'll find the additional money. We'll find the guys that will monitor it, will maintain it. Once you, once you put the buoy <coughs> in place, it'll go under the general land office number four permit, 
and become a na aids navigation and all the liability goes to the Coast Guard, it becomes a buoy, not something that we have to worry about somebody uh, doing something to. It will be tracked um, two times a day. There will be um, GPS uh, sending a signal in. Uh, it'll have radar reflector on it. It'll have light on it. Um, let's see. Um, questions? I have a couple questions. Um, it says, uh, how, how, how old is this article? Mm, it's, it's written the last three weeks. Okay, it says it looks like we're getting closer to final approval. So it's done. It is done. Yes. Okay, because it says here it isn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. And it's moving fast. The deployment of this, we're looking at April 30th, May 15th, somewhere in there. And in the big pick, in the big, we want to put 12 to 14 fabs <coughs> on one boat to deploy them all at once. It's, a, it's basically a hundred thousand dollar savings if we can get them all on one vessel and get them out there without making multiple trips. And I'm sorry that it does say that, yes. This is just an, uh, an article that I brought you, but it was, it was written this year, the okay. last 30 days. I think, you know, it says January, February <laughs> on it. Kevin Dearman just sent it to me yesterday, so. I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Mm. Okay, so are there 14 fads um, or they're, 12? They're, they've already, um, the, the, the Port Aransas money is the easiest money, is the most boats. Oh. Okay. Um, they've already secured four, four buoys, and now they're talking about Peter, um, um, they're talking about two memorial buoys. And th so that's where it came. It's even above that. <clears throat> up from, oh, really? 12 to 14. They're talking about two memorial buoys, maybe even coming trying to put corpus to our area. So what, what we envision at this point is two straight off, let's say South Padre Island on each side of the canyon, mm -hmm. where you could actually fish the continental shelf, fish the canyon, go three miles over, fish one of our fads, fish back to the canyon, fish north three miles, four miles, and fish back to make a fishing trip of the day. And then another, another two buoys being about 10, 12 miles north of that, just inshore of Colt 45, uh, where you can make a fishing trip of some rocks north of us, the continental shelf, the fads, maybe coat 45 and back. And then these other buoys, it's just in the air, um, maybe tying north of that to Corpus, to the East Breaks, or some, somewhere in there. So um, if you get more people to donate for a, for a fad, you could have more, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What we're doing now is um, we're approaching the city. Um, we have TIFT very much involved. Uh, they haven't had a meeting, but they're very much involved. The board, the board of, the, of, of TIFT is, is very in favor. Um, and then RGV Reef would like to be one of the sponsors of one of the buoys. Um, and of course, that's where we're hoping that we would get people involved that have boats that could sponsor it through the RGV reef but so that they, it would basically be a write-off for them. Oh, good, good. And do they have this on the East Coast or the West Coast, any other? They've got it everywhere. The Dominica, if you go online, you look at them, they, they have a whole fishery for it. They have all their commercial wow. fishing coming off these fads. Uh, you can go down to Costa Rica at any given time and spend um, 
a night or two offshore, um, 100 and something miles offshore on these fads. And there's times that they'll catch 50 billfish in three days off of similar fads. Hmm. Um, Makes my arms hurt think about it. <laughs> it. It's like putting an umbrella in the middle of a desert. The, pe the people, the fish are going to come. Well, the, you know, the 70,000 member Gulf Coast Conservation Association is, is really supporting this thing as well as, you know, the, the CCA. Coast, CCA. And uh, I've served on that board. I've been involved for over 40, 44 years, I guess, GCCA. But one, one of our great, greatest natural resources is the lower Laguna Madre and offshore because uh, you build it, the boats will come. That's right. That's right. We, we, there was a time that we had the biggest tournaments in our area, and we had most of the fishing records out of our area. We just don't have it right now. We will. Thing, things like this will spur the enthusiasm, like the Poco Loco out of Port O'Connor. Yes, sir. Then, then you're, that's, that's worldwide attention. If you, give it, if you make the fishing easier, I want to go fishing. And if I don't have to burn thousand gallons in fuel I want to go fishing it just it's just it's all part of the bigger package it's if you want to bring fishing boats you want to be, bring fishermen you got to catch some fish mm -hmm. I'm sorry I didn't go I'm sorry Daniel my question was <coughs> are these things just available like if you decided you wanted 10 tomorrow you can get 10 no ma'am well tech is as well tech in Alabama <coughs> designs engineers and builds them we, I know quite a bit about it because we've been talking about it for the reef for about 18 months of how to put, put them on the reef. The reason why the reef is uh, we'd like to sell sponsorships for these. We'd like to have a place where you can pull up and tie off to a buoy and fish on the reef. So we're looking at putting about eight of them on the reef. And so I know WellTech and that's that's... It's all, the fish community is a small circle, and that's why we're talking to them about doing these. They have designed it once, and we've asked them to go back and build them stronger and tougher um, because we know boats will tie off to them. Um, we don't want them pulling loose. Um, so, <coughs> so, yes, we can get them. They, 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 they'll, they'll build them for us, but it, it's like everything else. It's two months out. But two months, not two years. No, no, no. This will be deployed before summer. That's why I didn't understand they were going to happen so fast. And yes. if they, they're not on the list to be made, I, I just was No, no, that, that, that's exactly right. That, that we, we hope to have them deployed by the end of April and at the latest by May 15th. And the beautiful thing about, um, about a fad, because it's a pelagic migratory fish, you put the first one in the water, and by the time you get to the fifth one, there's probably fish on the first one. Um, the minute you put them in, they work. It's putting up an umbrella in the middle of a desert. Fish will come. Sorry. Fish will come. Got excited. Um, okay. Thank you. So, Daniel, you envision eight on the reef, and it's a $50,000 contribution. No, no. The arts will be much cheaper for that one. <laughs> I'm saying is, but you could you could get the, you could get eight here in Rio Grande Valley at a phone call, people that want to put their display their name out there on that reef. I need your phone, sir. They <laughs> <laughs> just see my number and they hang up. They know I'm looking for something. <laughs> that caller ID deal, it's killed me. <laughs> <coughs> oh. 
Well, at least have it before TIFT, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anybody else have more questions? This will happen before the summer. There's some, there's some big people up and down the coast that's making this happen. Um, there is nobody in it making money off of it. Um, the funds will need to be more than what we're asking for. We're, this is the naming rights is what we're asking for. Um, uh, we'll have to raise additional money, but it's, 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 coming, it's coming everywhere but here, and this is my job. And that's all you're asking is just, I mean, we're not going to have any maintenance or any other responsibility. Other no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Just the sponsor of the buoy. Of one buoy. Yeah, I'm asking for one buoy. And how long after a buoy is placed will, do you expect, like, do the fish congregate immediately? Yes. And the buoy expectancy to last is seven to ten years. That was my question. <laughs> yes. And it's a good question. If it breaks loose, it'll be tracked. Uh, if it's it's got a, a fence, 300 feet, alarms go off, buoys broke loose, um, we'll put it back. There in the picture of the first drawing, right here, um, I guess y'all can see this. There's a 36 inch buoy there that will stay there. That the weak link will be right above it, and we'll just keep attaching back to here. If there's an issue, uh, this the rest of this from this 36-inch buoy all the way down to the bottom of the 8,000 pounds of, weight, uh, of anchoring will stay there, and the, and the weaker part will be above it. So how, how does it react in a hurricane? Have, you lo have they they're lost any? To, they're designed to take it. Yeah. They're, they're designed to take it. We don't have to go get them. We don't have to mow the grass. We don't have to paint them. We don't, they're, just, they're there. <laughs> uh, they're designed to, to, to withstand those 20-foot seas. Um, like I said, if they don't, we'll go put it back. We'll, 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 you know, we'll have to have somebody basically swim down 50 feet, attach a shackle, yeah. go back in business. So the ones on the Destin were there through these, these past year's hurricanes and did uh -huh. okay? They're still there. Didn't go anywhere? They're, well, I can't say they didn't go anywhere. They move. we got to put them back. There is maintenance, and, and we'll have a committee here. <coughs> when we fish and pull up to it, Curtis, jump in the water, you know, Inspect it. We'll turn in the inspection sheet when we get back in. Um, there will be a committee of local fishermen here that will oversee the, the maintenance. Okay. To their advantage. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We want, it, we want it to stay. So who's helping you, Daniel? Um, I've got, you know, this is so exciting to anybody and everybody, you know, from the Murphys to... Um, to any of the, the bigger boats that, that are that are here, Daniel Cole, it, um, they're all they're all they're all in. Mitch, yeah. Yeah, anybody mm -hmm. I anybody I call and talk to about it's a yes. Yeah. It's a yes. So what about Galveston and Port Aransas? Have they already funded theirs and yes, the the big game fishing club um, ha opened a trust account where this money will go and be paid to, to the, the vendors. Um, that's where we'll send our money is to that trust account, and then it'll go through that trust account. Um, yeah, they're moving very quickly. Good. Sound like a great project. Thank you. Now, all, the, all of them that are going to be placed in our area, are they all going to be our local people, or are we going to have Corpus down here? Corpus is going to come because I want their money. <laughs> I want those boats filling up with gas. I, w I, w I, want, I want them staying in our hotels. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, no, no, I'm talking about, are they going to have one with 
their logo on it here in our waters. No, I want your, I want South Padre Island on, on on it, and I want them to come fish it. I want our. I'm, I'm I want cool our with fads. that. I just didn't want. I want our fads to be down better than their fads. That was my question. <laughs> Because then they won't come. Yeah, well, I agree. You know, if there's no, like you said, there's no fish, they're not coming. If they're the, yeah. catching fish, they're going to come here to if fish. Fishing's too if, hard. If they're why not go? here, they're going to go to Port A or someplace else where they're catching the fish. Absolutely. So who is the overall organization that's doing all of these? Like you say, it all goes into a trust account. I'm kind of behind the. Uh, okay, Tom Hilton. Comments. Tom Hilton. Um, if you look at the chart, uh, the third page, I. I um, Hilton's, um, he has imagery coming from satellites over sea in the Gulf, showing you the currents, the clarity of the water, uh, chlorophyll, and he sells subscriptions to his site. He's ramrodding it at no fee, um, as goodwill to help the fishery. He, he's been watching the Destin fads for two years, and he says, this is a no-brainer. Why aren't we doing this? Um, a community that had no fishing, running 200 miles to have a tournament, has the biggest tournaments. That didn't make sense, and they put some fads out. So, fads are, fads are in the Gulf. They're just not legal fads. They're hidden fads. They're my secret, your secret, you know, my secret spot. They don't last. The, the, the trawlers pick them up. They drift off. They, a couple months is all... Nobody's got <laughs> the funds to build a good one. These are good ones. Okay. So if it's okay with you all, I would be putting this for action on the next agenda. I thought we would just do discussion, and you guys have till the 28th to research it on your own and send any other questions to myself, or and I can forward them to Daniel. Or call me. You know, give him my number. I don't mind. Yeah. You put it on for discussion and approval, the 28th? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Thanks, Daniel. We appreciate it. Blake, yes. did and you want to say speaker. that? All right, Blake. <laughs> Morning, uh, board. My name is Blake Henry, CPB director. Um, Daniel did a great job uh, outlining the economic benefits of these fats. I'm learning all sorts of things about fats. Um, so we drop these in the water. Fish come to it. And these are fish that people actually want to catch. <laughs> So this would support our um, island uh, fishing industries, our attractions, and just bring visitorship uh, to our community. Uh, Daniel outlined that Port, Port A and Corpus are already doing this. This is a no-brainer, he says. I, I, I believe not wholeheartedly, and I support this initiative. We are going to go get one. Is we have CBB sponsoring one, Absolutely. Too? Okay. Uh, um, absolutely. This is going to support Love 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this will support our fishing industries, drive visitor traffic, That's us. Um, and uh, you know, give a reason to, uh, for folks to get in their boats and get out there and not spend so much fuel to go out to those farther destinations Absolutely. where these fish are hanging out. So uh, learning a lot, whole lot about this, uh, but it's been fascinating, um, but I support it 100%. Um, this is something that uh, our destination needs to have and continue to um, just raise awareness uh, not only about our brand, but about our fishing capabilities here. So people come far and wide. And this is also support a deep water marina uh, down the road, which I think our destination needs. So I just want to say that. Um, thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. thank you. One of the things that the uh, reef has been using 
there was a study done, and I'm not big on names and this and that, but the study shows that for every dollar we, we put into our reef, we get a return of about $131, if that helps. You know, um, it's, it's kind of apples to apples, <coughs> but it's two different kinds of fishing, but it's still investing in our community. You don't have to paint it. You don't have to mow the grass. You don't have to dump the trash. It's there working 24-7. Like I said, it, the minute you put it in the water, it's already working for us. We don't have to wait. We just got to set it up. Anything? Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, so we're not making any actions. We're just so 5.1. Um, do does anybody want to talk about this, or should we wait until we do it? Oh, so 5.1 is kind of what we just did. Yeah, that's what I thought. All <laughs> we right. kind of combined 4.1 and 5.1. So let's so. go straight on to 5.2, discussion and possible action regarding a request from the South Padre Island Birding and Nature Center to have the Breaking Bread food truck in their parking lot through December 31st, 2023. And I guess we have Kristen. Good morning, Kristen, and Home Director of the South Padre Island Birding Alligator Sanctuary. So we went back and forth with our um, retired attorney and Kathy Cunningham, and I sent Darla the late, um, a change late afternoon with the changes um, requested, I believe, by the EDC naming them, and Kathy inserted it, and we changed the $1 million policy to a $2 million policy. I corrected two of the typing errors that Gail sent me. Apologize for that. Um, gonna have to fire that secretary. Um, let's see. Um, the extra insurance was going to be 537. We can add that into the rent, or the birding center can pay it. Um, we, I, I think, if we go move forward with this, I just need to change the date on the contract. And Kathy has, um, I believe, the final copy of it. Was there anything that you all wanted to say, uh, Camilla or Martha? Um, did you have anything extra input? Okay. They, they have, they reached, they did the insurance to add the EDC's name on it. Our lease agreement with the EDC says that we just need written consent to sublease any portion of um, the property. Um, Victor, we spoke, I spoke to Victor, um, and he's in a meeting right now, but he was going to do a special permit for a year, and then we'd go from there. And again, our board said, let's try this out for a year and see how it goes. So, what are the special questions? permit? Is that with us or is that with you? It's, I would be signing off on the permit. Okay. We just understood it was the landowner that had to sign off on it. I just came from his office. Okay. Well, he's in a I meeting. I called him to ask him clarification. So, I guess that would be pending. Um, can we get him? Can we? Call? Yeah, can we call Victor? Find out. I, I just called him and he was in a meeting. Yeah, he was in a meeting. Well, he was in a meeting when we were down there, but she let him know that I we can call him. You may call him. So I think the confusion is, Kristen, right? That instead of the health code permit, it would be a special event permit. Yes. And, and that's like, for example, the art incubator. They're the ones that apply for special event permits. We don't. When um, we do have a food truck for like Monarch Day, I sign a special event permit. I've done it in the past. So I think since it's now down to 11 months, I guess they can do it just as a special event and not a full-on health code permit. That's, yeah, that's up to Victor. But is it your understanding, Martha, you still have to have this or not? My understanding is I do have to have this. You that. still have to have this, and we have to be the sponsor on this, correct? Um, as the landowner. 
Whoever the landowner oh, is. We are the landowner. Yes. I understand we're the landowner, but they're doing, we're allowing she still, they're telling her she still has to have this and we still have to sign off on it as the landowner. Yes. As the sponsor, because we are the landowner. But we're not the sponsor on this whole agreement. But we have to be on this. That's the, pro that's my question and that's my whole problem. Should we be on the lease? I don't think so. I think we have in our, our other agreement, my understanding is that they have a right to sublease if we give them written permission. Yeah. But now if Victor is saying we have to sign that, then technically, I guess in a way, we're subleasing to them. And Correct. Yeah. And that's my question. That's that's my issue here. Okay, because yeah. it's my understanding we're also having to pick up an additional policy insurance. Correct? Yeah, but the, they'll pay for that. It's an addendum. Okay. Yeah. So we just have to ask Victor what we sign. Yeah. There he is. Holly, we're so confused. Help us, Victor. Baldovino's environmental health director. I just ran up the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> which the safety committee will probably get after me for that, but that's okay. So two things. One is it's not in the right zone. So what would need to happen is they would need to approach city council and they would get designated as an additional zone as it states in chapter 10. So that's the next step. Who is they? City council. No, who, who city council? They need to approach city council. Correct. Center or? Center. It's typically the owner of the property. But that's EDC. So EDC has to approach city council, well, not the Burning whoever Center, Whoever the owner of the property is. That is us. Which is the question I've had all along. So it would be EDC has to approach. Correct. And you're not the first one. We've had um, another person approach and uh, city council and did get designation. So this is not something that would be brand new. Right, but then we're the one that's the con then we're the one that's Then we were the sponsor then, right? Then we become the reason we have a little bit of concern is that we've leased the land to the birding center. They're allowed to sublease to the food truck company if we give them written permission to sublease to them or someone else for any other reason. <clears throat> that's where we're having a problem. That that's a legal question. Yes. So the question to us is, since we are the owners of the property, we have leased it to them. Right. Do they sign this and go to the city council, or do we have to do that? It's typically the owner. It's not, you know. Okay. So we'll have to do it. Yes. Any other questions? Now that I caught my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Victor. <laughs> do they still have to do the health permit application as well? Absolutely, which okay. I think they're familiar with that. Right, they, they, but we it. still have to sign up on this too, right? Correct. We thought we could do a special permit, or there was some way no. of doing this. That's only for an event. Um, butterfly, help me. The Monarch. Monarch Butterfly Day. Uh, we've done it for, for different events, and it's just temporary. This that, is more that specific permanent. specific event. This is a, Correct. Okay. Good question, though. Even though it's less than a year, doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Usually, special events you get thirty days, isn't it? Well, um, if you can get someone to designate it as a special event for whatever time frame, that's that's you know an option that you, if you want to visit, that's on you. But if you want to go the permanent route, 
because what happens with a special event is you're going to have to do it again. Every year, right? With a, or yes. Or every event. Correct. Correct. Over and over and over and over again. Got you. So, Victor, do you think we should consult with Ed, the city attorney, or, or um, to, just to find out if we're supposed to be the sponsor in this or not? I think we should be a we have, we have well, to be a party. We have to be, but we have this lease in between. Well, so. we I, we can ask Kathy. Correct. This permit thing Kathy. just, I just found out five minutes before the meeting about the permit, that it's not. See, we thought that the Burning and Nature Center would be doing this lease, and it was all with so, the Burning Nature Center, with the exception that we give them the okay to have a sublease. Yeah, we were told, <coughs> we thought <coughs> we're allowed to sublease. understand? Again, that's a legal question. That's what I'm thinking. All right. It seems to me like if, if we're going to do it, we should just do it and then have whoever figure it out to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. That it was legal. That what you That's funny. Mr. Boehner, I think you still have to do this, don't you? Yeah, that's what I mean. We, we, but we have to agree to do it before right. we can do it Perceived. to do it. Yes, exactly. So, and, and we haven't done that yet. So I guess what we need to do is... EDC to go to council, correct? Yeah, well, first of all, we have to decide whether we're going to do it, which is the next thing. I would like to make a motion EDC will give written permission to the Birding and Nature Center to sublease to the, um, to the food truck company. And if we have to step in and sign things as a sponsor, we will go through those channels to do that. See, that's, that's Wait, pretty simple. This, this, I'm pretty sure this is the way it's going to come down. The food truck folks, the Birding Center, and the ADC can all approach the council. Boom, in one time. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should be, all of us should be the party to the lease. Right. That's, that's my whole point. Not just the birding center. I mean, we all, in con we all support it. I mean, you're right. I think we're going to find For the record, I'm, I'm totally for the food truck, okay? I just want this. Yeah, to well, that helps. <laughs> food truck folks, the birding center, and the NDC all approach the council. All right. I'd like to second that motion that Lynn made. <laughs> all right. Do we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. It's here. <laughs> I make a motion that the EDC, the Birding and Nature Center, and the food truck company all will jointly sign the agreements necessary for the Birding Center to sublease to the food truck. City Council. Now we need a second. second. All right, Gail seconds. Now, all in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Nay, or so that so at all, it passes. <laughs> it passes. Okay, then I don't, don't run back down those stairs. Okay. Just stop it. I'll make the motion that we have Darla request Kathy to get with the Birding and Nature Center to construct an agreement that includes all of the parties involved. Second. I'll second that. Does that make sense? Yes. Instead of her motion, or is this another motion? No, it's another, it's another motion. motion. It's another, it's an addition. So that we can Wait, move forward. Next question, to revise the existing contract to add all the necessary parties on it. Correct. That is correct. Right. So I would say let's have Kathy. Help me. <laughs> Help me. 
Kathy and your attorney get together to revise this to where all parties are okay. included. And we and to also we would sign the permit because we're the owners. We have to sign the permit. Right. So can you add but that then, to the motion, or is it based on city council's approval? We've already did that. We've already done that, Darling, in the first motion. Contract. That will be in the lease. Contained in the first motion. Okay. Yeah. Darling, it's got to be real clear now. I'm telling you legally. If there's no there's no new food truck permit, it's just a change in the location. Yes. Okay. Black and white. That's exactly right. Uh, because we still do have permits available. So, um, council. Just a change in the location. That is correct. To add this location. Yeah. Right. But the permit. I think they need a permit, don't you? We've, we've had we've had our permit for five years. Yeah. You have all this stuff. Victor, you help these guys do all this, right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> we'll figure it out. Is that right, Victor? There are Victor. existing already functioning right. else truck else. that are just going to change, change locations because they were originally on Laguna, right? Right. So you're going to move from that guys, location to that's irrelevant. Okay. Yeah. That's irrelevant. Just stick to Burning Sun. Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> my motion is that we have we request our attorney and the burning and nature center representative to rewrite the lease agreement to include all the parties and to state that all the parties will sign whatever documents are necessary Oh, good. So you don't required, have to come back. Okay. The required parties will yep. sign whatever is necessary. Okay, so I'm taking this as if city council says it's okay. We <coughs> sign everything and we don't have to come back to the board, correct? Yes, right. Okay, got That's it. Correct. Got it. We just want second to that motion. Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? And carries. Thank you so much. I believe I understand my next duties to carry this through. So city council... Oh, meets tomorrow. That uh, so next next uh, agenda for city council. Yes, and I think that's up in the air when the next meeting is after 15th. that. When didn't uh, didn't city council change their meeting date? The second one, Victor. I'll work with uh, Mrs. Howard to get that on the agenda. All right, here. Wait a second. We got one more motion. I want to make a motion since they've already agreed to pay the addendum fee for the insurance that that is um, added to the burning center as well. It's included in the contract. It's included in the contract. Do we have a second? I'll second it. Yep. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Motion carries. All right. Now we've got this all straightened out, and hopefully uh, the lawyers can write out all the right paperwork and we can get started as soon as possible that's right. what we want right before wowie and everything all right thank you thank you all right does anybody else have anything else all right then meeting is adjourned thank you victor for racing up here thank you